You know, last week, you know, Pastor Price was teaching on what do you really, really love? And I don't know if anybody had a chance to really ponder or think about what they really, really love. But there's a war going on. And I'm not talking about the war in Iraq. I'm not talking about the war in Afghanistan. I'm talking about the war within. There's a war that's going on within us that we struggle with from day to day. And it's a war for your will. A war for your will. Because we want to do our own thing, don't we? We have the Burger King type mentality. Have it your way. Don't we? Have it your way. But we are believers, and what we're going to talk about today is winning your war by humble submission. Winning your war by humble submission. When we talk about submission, it seems like a very negative term, doesn't it? It doesn't seem real positive to submit because it feels like I got to give up something. I got to give in. I have to surrender. And when someone's in a boxing match and they are getting beat down, the managers are in the corner, his trainers are in the corner, and they're looking at him, and he's just taking slugs right and left, right and left. Sometimes they got to what? Because why? It's a battle he can't win. Right? So they're throwing in the towel. They're surrendering. At war, they used to what? Wave the white flag. I surrender. It's a war. I can't win. We're talking about our will. And our will should be God's will. But far too many times we want to do our own will. Amen? Amen. So let us go to James chapter 4. And we're going to read about submitting ourselves unto God. James chapter 4. We're going to start with verse 1. When you have it, say amen. Like we said, there's a war going on. The war is within us. James chapter 4 reads, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You want something, but you don't get it. You kill and covet, but you cannot have what you want. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive. Why do you not receive? It says, but because you ask with wrong motives 
that you may spend what you get on your pleasure. You adulterous people, don't you know that the friendship with the world is hatred towards God? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think the scripture says without reason that the spirit that, that caused to live in, in us envies, enviously, intensely, but he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Like we said, there's a war going on. And it's not the war in Iraq, it's the war within. It's a war against for our will. If we look at Genesis, when they were in the garden, they had an opportunity. When God said that you may eat freely of the trees, of all the trees, but the tree that's in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, do not eat of it. You shall surely die. They had a choice to obey. They had a choice to do God's will or their own will. We look at Adam and Eve and say that, you know, if that was us, if that was me, I wouldn't have done that. But we still have that same choice today. We got a choice to do God's will or our will. We wake up in the morning, right, and we got things on our minds that we want to do for us. Have we consulted with God? I don't think so. Because why? We want our will to be done. I, I, I have to submit. I have to admit to you. And this is, this is the ironic thing about it. It wasn't my plan to preach this morning. It was my, that's not, that was not my plan. My plan was for Pastor Price to be here. Because if you look in your program, what does it say? Right? But he calls me last night and says he's um, stuck in Atlanta. And okay, I was like, well, you know, hopefully you're going to get back because... <laughs> Hopefully he's going to get back because he's got to preach today. <laughs> now, the plan was last week. I had been talking because he's been trying to say, tell me, you know, you're going um, to preach next week? You gonna preach? No, I'm going to let you preach two weeks in a row. You know, give the people, you know, some good teaching. No, you sure? Come on, man. You, you ain't going to do this to me. I was like, no, the people need to hear you. But that was my plan. That was my will, Right? This is, this is my thinking. I'm setting this up in my head. Yeah, you know, I'm going ahead and I'm just sitting back and, and relax. But God said, not so. This is my plan and this is my will. So Adam and Eve had a choice and we have a choice to submit our will unto God. Because the war that's with our, our will, we don't want to submit our will to his. We want to do our own will. That's where the war is. It's a tug of war. Is this a tug of war here? I'm, I'm, pulling, I'm pulling against him. I'm pulling against him. If I'm walking with him, right, there's no, there's no struggle. When we're walking with God, there's no struggle. That means because we have submitted unto him. But we fight against him because we want to do our own thing. Now, like I said, back in, um, we want to look at 
Matthew chapter 4. Because what ultimately what we're talking about is dying, dying to ourselves. To, to submit to basically says you've got to die to yourself. When we come to Christ, right, it's not about us anymore, is it? Because if we're still trying to do our own thing, we haven't submitted, have we? We haven't said that, hey, because what we do is we do a partial submit, right? I come. Here I am, Lord. I'm putting my life in your hand. So this trouble gets up. I'll see you, Lord. We put our lives in our hands temporarily. Or we do a partial submit. I remember as kids, we used to wrestle a lot. And if your brother got you in a hold that you couldn't get out of, you tap out. I submit, I submit, because he's hurting you. I submit, I submit. But as soon as he lets you out, you know what? You, you back on him again. You done a partial submit. You didn't fully submit. Because just like the boxing match, the guy can't, they can't throw the towel in and then the guy get back up and then go and start wailing on the guy again. The fight is over. You have forfeited. When we surrender, we have forfeited our will. We have canceled ourselves out. We have emptied ourselves out to say, here we are, Lord. Have your way. Right? But we're still what? We're still struggling, aren't we? We got some stuff that we're still battling with from day to day. Like I told you, I just admit it. It wasn't my will to preach this morning. Right? That was, it was God's will. Because I had to lay myself down. I had to empty myself out to be what? A vessel for him. Because otherwise I'm saying like, you know, I don't know what you need to do, but you need to get Calvin here. I don't care if you've got to hyperspace him to get here. Just get him here. But that's my plan. That's my will. But I have to, sur- I have to surrender and I have to submit. Not my will be done. But thine. In uh, Matthew chapter uh, 4, verse 1 through 11, where it's talking about when Jesus, after he was baptized, he went to the, the desert and he was tempted by the devil. And it said that, you know, that the devil came to him and said that, you know, if you be the son of God, turn these stones into bread. He's tempting him. Like I'm saying, our struggle is within our own selves, our own weaknesses. I own what? Remember what it said in James. We war and fight because of what? Our own desires, right? The struggle is what? Getting rid of yourself, emptying yourself, denying yourself, letting go of yourself. We've got a problem dying, don't we? We don't want to die. We do not want to die. Because what we're thinking we have to do is we have to give up. We have to give up something. What do you say that Paul says that? For me, to, for, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But we ain't looking like that. We're, we're not looking at it like that. We're looking at, man, if I lay my life down, my life is over. But we're actually, it's, it's actually the opposite. What we've got to look at in our Christian life, in our Christian journey, everything is in reverse. This, this world is under a curse, therefore everything is in reverse. Amen? Remember, it's not what? Hating thy enemy anymore. It's loving thy enemy. Right? Everything that we don't want to do, that's what Jesus wants us to do. Everything that we should, that we want to do for ourselves, 
is what we should lay down and be what? Servants to one another. Because when we surrender, we become what? Servants. Servants to one another. Isn't that what Jesus done? When he laid down his life, when he said that not my will be done, but thine, he laid his life down for our lives. So that means that what he traded in himself, right? He canceled out himself to be a sacrifice on our behalf. Are we willing to be a sacrifice? Are we willing to lay our lives down? Are we willing to throw the towel in and say, hey, hey, it's not about my will anymore. It's not about what I want to do for me anymore. That's a hard thing, isn't it? Because we find that that's a day-to-day struggle, isn't it? It's, every, it's an everyday battle and struggle. We've got to learn to die daily. We've got to learn to die daily. Now, remember, so Jesus said that if, if you be the Son of God, you turn these stones into bread. We have a temptation, don't we? That there's things in our lives that we want to do for ourselves, whether it's your mate, whether it's your job. Is, is, is it personal gain? Is it temporary pleasure? What is your temptation? What is your fruit? What is that sinful fruit or whatever it is that in your flesh that you're holding on to, to dear life? that you think is life, that's actually causing death. We're holding on to some evil that we think is life, but it's actually causing death. They say there's a way, there's a way to a man that, that is right, that seems right to a man, but the end is death. We said, lean not to your own understanding. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. But when we're living in our own lust and desires, right? We're blinded. We're blinded by the truth. And that truth becomes, that, 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 that blindness and that darkness becomes a stronghold in our life. And a stronghold is something that is just deeply implanted in your spirit that is false that you believe is true. Now, it's, a, it's a, attached itself to you like a leech. You have believed this thing. If somebody told you that you would never be nothing, and they told you that as a child, that stronghold may be deeply embedded in your spirit. No matter how much truth you hear, right, it's not going to matter, is it? Because why? That lie has got to be uprooted first before you can embrace, before you can embrace truth. Right? It's a stronghold. So we all have strongholds and struggles. Somebody might think that, hey, if I get this, if I get this here, I'm going to be straight. It'll be all that I need. But that's a lie. All you need is God. And all you need is to surrender your life. But we're struggling from day to day. So we have to encourage each other. Because pastor, minister, bishop, they ain't perfect. They still have their day-to-day struggles. Believe that or not, as much as, as, as highly you want to think of them, they've still got their struggles because they're still human. Right? As long as we're in this body, right, we're going we're gonna to battle. Because what, 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 what did Paul say? When I want to do right, evil is always present. Always present. It's never going anywhere. As long as you're on this earth, you're going to be fighting. 
You can be fighting against evil. But, but the truth is that what? We got, we said our weapons of warfare are not carnal, right. but spiritual. We're talking about the strongholds, right? Sure. Pulling down, casting down strongholds, bringing everything under captivity and under the knowledge of God. See, because see, when we're doing things our own way, we got the word of God here, right? And we got our own doctrine. We do the Bible plans, don't we? This is my Bible. God's holy word. God's plan for my, my life. My guideline for living is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide God's word in my heart that I might not sin against him. But, but really, we got our own doctrine. It's something that's hidden in your heart. This is my Bible. My word. My plan for my life. My guideline for living. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. Right? So, until we get rid of our doctrine, our word, we will never be led by the word of God. Because we have to surrender what? Our will and our way. We've got to die to ourselves. We've got to empty ourselves out, don't we? This is me. This is me. You, you notice... You notice that the liquid has color to it, so it's dark. This is me. I have to empty myself out. I have to empty myself out to be filled with him. As long as I'm filled with me, that's our problem. We are too full of ourselves. Until we die to ourselves, we will never allow God, we will never allow Jesus to have his way in us. So let me encourage you. This is what we are here for. None of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. I got my day-to-day struggles, right? But this is, this is why we come to church. This is, a, this is a hospital for sick folks. Didn't Jesus say, I, I didn't come to call the righteous, but I come to call the sick. He said the, 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 the righteous or those who are well, they don't need a physician. But we do. That's why we accepted Jesus as our Savior, because why? We understood and we realized that we were sick and we needed help. Not the fact that we come here because we are holy and that, that we are better than everybody else and that we're better than the world. The truth is that we're coming because we acknowledge that we're sick. You go to the hospital because you need help. You come to the church because you need help. That's what we're here for, encouragement of the word, because the word is going to tell us the truth so that it tears down the lies that we've been living, the lies that we've been holding on to. We've been holding on to some lies. It's time to let them go. Ask yourself, what are you holding on into your heart, in your heart that's a lie? Yes, sir. That the word needs to tear down. We need to come into the light. We need to come into the truth. What is the truth? That Jesus died for your sins. And he died in place for you. So he, he, 
He came to cancel your sin debt. He came to take your place. And the fact is that we come here so that we can learn to be servants like him. That we don't cast judgment on each other, but we encourage each other. Encourage each other to get past what? Our sicknesses. Because that's what Jesus came to give us life and to have life more abundantly so that what? Our enemy doesn't have dominion and rule over us. That is why we are here. We are learning to surrender ourselves unto God. We are learning to die to ourselves. Dying to ourselves is not an easy process, but it's a day-to-day process. It's day-to-day. So that's what we're learning to do. Now, we have to ask ourselves this. This, this is what comes in this morning. Y'all remember the OJ trial, right? And what Johnny Cochran said. But this is what I say. If your will don't fit, then you must submit. So just like in the garden before Jesus, when he was about to go to the cross, and he said that, Father, if I be willing, take this cup from me. That's basically what I was saying this morning. Father, if you be willing, bring Calvin home this morning. But nevertheless, not my will be done, but thine be done. So his will is done today. And I pray that we will allow God to have his way in our lives, that we will learn to die to ourselves, that we will learn to empty ourselves of our own will and our own desires and let God have his way in our lives. He said, delight thyself, Psalm 37, 4 says, delight thyself in the way of the Lord, and he will give thee the desires of your heart. Commit your ways unto him, and he shall bring it to pass. You don't have to try to bring it to pass by yourself, because that's you messing up. That's you trying to work out your own way, and your own will, and your own plan, and you're going to mess things up. Y'all remember the story about Abraham and uh, Sarah? God told him that, hey, I'm going to give you a child. I'll give you a child of promise that he promised. Don't you go out and try to make no child yourself because there ain't going to be a child I promised. But yet, what's up? Oh, we're going to help you out, God. We got our own plan because why? We don't know how you're going to do this. That's our problem. Just because God hasn't revealed to us how he's going to do it don't mean he ain't going to do it. If he has, taught, if he has spoken to you, and he said that this is going to happen to your life, you got to sit back and relax, and you got to wait on him. So you got to surrender your will. Let his will be done in your life. Don't try to do it in your own way. Amen. So it's about submission. It's about surrendering. It's about throwing the towel in, your own personal towel, your own free will towel. Because remember, it's about a choice. You have to choose to submit. You have a choice to submit. So submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Because we saw that in the scripture, right? We saw that with Jesus. When the temptation, he resisted, he submitted to God. He resisted the devil. And the devil left him. But but it said what? But it said the devil left him for a season. Remember? 
As long as we're living, right? As long as we're living, we're battling. So when he comes back, we got to do what? The same thing. We got to what? Submit to God, resist the devil, and he's going to bounce. Let us remember, it's about submission, about surrendering, about throwing your will in for his will. Letting him take your place and live through you. All right? It's a day-to-day process, so don't get discouraged because, why, you have a choice today. You might have felt like you've blown it yesterday, but you are under grace. You're still here today. So that means you what? You've got another opportunity. You've got another opportunity to submit and surrender. It's not over until it's over. Amen? Amen. Submit to God. Let us pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you for your love. We thank you for just being here with us, Lord. We just pray, Lord, that we would learn to die to ourselves, Lord. We know that we are stubborn, stick-necked, and, stick-necked and rebellious, Lord, people. But, Lord, we ask that you would break us down, Lord, that we would be humbly submissive to you, Lord, that your will would be done, that your kingdom would come. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Will you stand? there's anyone here that has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they have not surrendered their lives to Him. You can come today. You can lay down your burdens. You can lay down your sickness. You can lay down your sorrow. And you can come to Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For God said that if we would confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is through Christ Jesus. Will you come? There is none. Whoa, there's always room at the cross. Jesus is waiting on you. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. anyone wants to come to the altar and throw in their child to lay down their burdens, to empty themselves, to die to themselves, you can come to the altar and we will pray for you. God bless you.